up? What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Yes, we're going live today. This one right here. And don't forget to like and subscribe as well as right after this, China Dow and myself are going over to the morning madhouse. Man, this is a total lie. A biker didn't do this. I'm sure you've been seeing this video going viral of the news saying that a biker, you know, pulled a gun and kicked in a woman's window. I believe it was out in Philadelphia. And that is just horse crap. And I am disappointed in people that have been covering this news using the title a biker did this or a biker did that it was one of these people that were riding around with atvs and dirt bikes how many times do we have to say that those are not bikers but the news is mixing the two and it's making everybody look bad so what the heck is going on with the youtube creators covering it like that they should call it out for exactly what it is and that's a big ass lie they didn't do it it's a big ass lie to say it was a biker anyway let's go to this story right here and look at just the title of this just the title of this and you'll see thug biker stomps smashes rear window of a car with kids do you know any biker that's going to do this two and five in back seat mom confronts biker who points gun at her but she won't back down there is the picture that is going all over the place right now. And it there it is, even better. You can see the ATVs and the dirt bikes and rockets. That is not a biker, man. And it goes on to say a video caught the, and this is out of, what is this? Oh, Blaze. Oh, great. That's an organization right there. But again, you can find this all over the place. It's like national and international news right now. And this is something that we did not need. This gives law enforcement exactly what they want in order to use their propaganda war against us. And again, I can't believe people were covering it that are in our niche like this. Thug biker stomps. Now they're going to be going around calling everybody thugs that rides a motorcycle. And this wasn't an abomination of what this person did to her. This is just telling you the way these young kids think nowadays their entitlement if you will that they can do no wrong and that they can do whatever they want with that the kid's mother emerged from the car to confront the biker who responded by pointing a gun at her head button her and shoving her still the mom refused to cower away good for her good for her and ended up knocking him down along with his dirt bike. So you admit there was a dirt bike in this. So here's the details. Nikki Bullock, the mother in question, spoke to WCAU TV about the ordeal, which took place around 845 in Center City. Bullock told the station she was delivering food for her girlfriend and their two children when the biker, see, there it is, the biker, who was riding with a large group of bikers, so now they're including us with all these morons, quote, they're not paying attention to lanes, they're just doing whatever, so I'm turning in the lane, and he just hit the side of the car, adding that she argued with the biker afterwards, she noted to the station, the biker at that point took things to another level, 
hopping on her car's back bumper and stomping on the rear window before jumping high and smashing through the window. There is the still pictures of that. Now, the video shows, here it is again, the biker down to the street while dropping what appears to be a gun. This person is a coward. They're all cowards that do this kind of stuff. They swarm people. And it just infuriates me that the news is doing this. Because, again, we face enough profiling as it is. We don't need this kind of crap. As the biker picks up, the mom exits the car to confront the biker who responds by pointing the gun. Pointing a gun at her. You coward. Quote, it was just like it was a little gun. at, And at that point, my windshield was already broken. So what was he really going to do for me for real? There's a picture of her right there. Uh, she continued trying to get in the biker's face, and the biker, who was wearing a helmet, headbutted her and shoved her. Well, Bullock still wasn't about to back down, and the video shows her shoving the back the biker who falls sideways. Good for you, along with his ride. Where was all these other people? Look at this. Look at this. Unbelievable. And it goes on to say George Clooney of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, told the station he was on a double-decker tour bus when the incident unfolded in front of him. He just started filming. What is it with people? Somebody is in danger and you pull out your damn cameras and your video instead of helping the people. I don't understand that. Then he goes on to say for him to take it that far, it's just out of control. To the point where many people could have died in an instance. Cops release the images uh, of this. And if that person's caught, I get the chance to charge that person. We will be going very, very vigorously. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is crazy. <laughs> you guys all have to agree with that, man. We already deal with enough problems as it is. But for something like this this to go viral and to include bikers as a word in there man something you guys got you know what something does have to be done with this kind of crap because to be associated with these people and somebody that's putting a gun in somebody's face come on really it's unbelievable Let's go to something good right here. Well, my blood pressure is still up. Community celebrates the life of Carrie Chandler. This out of Loves Park, Illinois, the motorcycle community packed. Neighbors Bar and Grill in Loves Park to celebrate the life of Carrie Chandler. Carrie Chandler lost her life in a motorcycle accident two weeks ago. That is the bad part of it. But uh, the good part is the community came together for her. Uh, her friends and uh, relatives say the motorcycle community loves to take pictures and you always see her smiling. Quote, she was a wonderful lady, always smiling. You have to be uh, to have this many people here to support you. I feel very lucky to call her my friend. Carrie's sister-in-law, Lori Chandler, says her favorite memory is seeing how Carrie's kids always wanted to be around Carrie. I always thought she was beautiful. She was a natural beauty with no makeup on. She was just stunning. She used to always call me sweetie. So I really miss hearing her say that. Sad for uh, Carrie, but uh, the biker community always comes together to help one of ours in need. And that's what disturbs me so much is the fact that we're put in the news like that where really we do a lot for the community we do a lot for others we do a lot for kids you keep naming it we do it how much money do we raise each month or each riding season for the community it has to be in the millions but no 
the media has to smear us like that. And I have to say again, I'm disappointed in people that covered this as a biker did this. That's horse crap. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show in a couple minutes with China Dow. Yes, China Dow is going to be coming into the studio and we got members only coming up later on after that. We'll be right back. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. And what's up, everyone? Sorry for the technical difficulty, man. The internet went out for a minute. Uh, we're over here scrambling, saying what the hell. And, uh, you know, to me, it's, you see my it's about what I was thinking about right at that uh, point. We're going to be talking about ways to end a conversation that has run its course. I'm a pretty honest person. <laughs> yeah. You, you've seen how I handle things. Yeah. And I have a question for you. What? I do. I got a big question for you. All right, go for it. Okay, I'm going to give you an example of how honest I really am. All right. Okay? Yes. Now, you know I'm in the automotive industry. Yes. I have a customer that comes in and just had work done on a water pump. Okay. Just had, a, had the work done. And next thing you know, it wasn't from us. It was from a different shop. Same company. Same company, different okay. shop. Okay. The water pump was leaking. Just had it done. So what do I do? I have a master tech look at it. The bolts weren't torqued. There was no gasket sealing on, sealing on it. It was fucked up. So I call the other shop's manager and say, hey, you got a fucked up tech over there. I was like, this is what happened. She calls and complains to the area manager that I threw her under the bus because I told the customer what the fuck was wrong. He had a right to know, no? I think he did, yes. Would you want to know what's wrong or would you want to hear a lie? I would want to know the truth. Even if it's my own company, you still got to be honest with the person. Yeah, you do. Because what if he knew what the hell was going on with the car? And here you are trying to lie. See, I'm not a good liar. No. I don't like it. No. I can't stand lying to somebody. Uh -uh. It's just not in my bones. So she called and cried. She called and cried and ratted you out. And I'm like, you know what? Don't ask for no favors from me, man. Remember my one and done? I'm done. I don't play that game. But the automotive industry has such a problem with people trusting them. Right. And I just can't fall into that kind of shit. How would you handle that situation? You're an assistant manager. Yeah, if it was me, I would have done exactly what you did. Mm -hmm. I would have told the customer, here's the issue. You know, that it wasn't torque, there was no sealant, blah, blah, blah. That whoever repaired it, I don't know who it was. Yes, I understand it was the same company, but they didn't do it correctly. So we will go ahead and do that for and you. And at the end of the day, the customer... Because he made a big complaint to corporate about some stuff. But at the end of the day, he says, you know what, James? I'm only coming here for you from now on. And he lives over by that other store. It's like 20 miles away. And he says, you know what? I'm going to come here from now on and talk with you because you at least were honest with me. Well, you just gained customer and you gained somebody's trust. To trust your mechanics. But I was told, well, you threw the other shop under the bus. I don't give no shit. They fucked up. 
well, do you want to lose a customer or do you want to gain more? Because by you being honest with him, how by word of mouth, he can get you more customers mm -hmm. because of the fact that you were honest. And do you want to be a busy store or you want to be a dead store? Exactly. You want more clientele because of the fact that you were honest with this person and told him. And and you even said, I, I, I'm sorry that this happened. You know, I'd want somebody to be honest with me because you know what? If you're honest with me and you fix the problem that the other person messed up, I'm going to tell other people how good of service I got there. So one people thing I people know will start coming people don't understand because they see me on the internet, but I'm very protective of my technicians, very protective of them. I'll get thrown under the bus before I let any of the techs get thrown under the bus. It's my job. I'm the one who's ultimately responsible. Right. But at the same time, I understand how you had a water pump that failed on you which shouldn't have it's going to cause you all kinds of stress especially if you don't know what the hell's going on especially if you're non-mechanical it's going to scare the shit out of you so why add to the stress you i'm kind of upset about this you shouldn't add to the stress because you know the customer got a job done at you know from the same company at a different store and you and you got the, you got to hear the conversation. Yeah, I did. What did you think of the conversation about how I held it with another, uh, you know, a person above me? Was I very straight and honest? Yep, you were one hundred percent straight and honest. You were probably sitting here saying, "Ah, oh, fuck, he's gonna get himself fired." <laughs> no. Yes, you were. No, honestly, I wasn't because if in that situation you were being straight up with. Not only the manager from the other location on how they screwed up, you were honest with the customer, you were honest with your higher ups. And what is wrong with honesty? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a bad reputation out there for mechanics as it is for lying to you just to make more money off you. Oh, there is. So what what is wrong with telling I know, them straight I know up? All the scams within the industry uh, how long have i been doing this forever yeah so i know the scams i mean come on you, i know what people are gonna do you even owned your own for a while yeah so it's like come on and it, it's hard going from an independent shop to a corporate level type of shop it's very different oh yeah it is because in our shop that was our number one thing is to be honest with to people. be honest with the customers and tell them what's what you know, if you got to have a tune-up, I'm not going to sit there and tell you, well, you better replace all these sensors, too. I'm not going to do that. Only if it was necessary. If it wasn't necessary, we're not going to upsell it. You know, there's jobs that, you know, <laughs> during a check that you might recommend. But I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, your pads are bad but your rotors are good, but I'm going to try to sell your rotors at the same time. No. I'm not going to do that shit. No. Very upset about this today. Very upset. And do you always notice this kind of stuff happens when you have the next day off? Yeah, it always does. Something always gets screwed up. They And then they always got to bother you on your day off. It's terrible. Oh All the time. Gracious. All the time. Uh, let's see here, Steve. I don't know how you can do it. I don't know if I could handle working for someone else again. You know what? I've been a hustler and I'll, a I'll answer the question straight up. I've been a hustler most of my life. And the one thing about hustling is you always got to hustle hard in order to make your bills. And finally, as I got older, you know, right now, I said, you know what? I just want to sit back and chill, man, and get paid. It's hard to do out there. And actually, this is something I'm going to be addressing in members only about the Hollywood. What's up with you? For our members. Yeah. So your final thoughts on this. You did the right thing. You totally have did you the ever right thing. ran into that kind of situation at your work? I'm sure everybody in uh, the chat room. 
And I, I, I want to know from the chat room what you think of the situation. If I should have covered the company's ass or if I should have been honest with the customer. I think you should have been honest. You did the right thing. And I, you know what? I hate fucking rats. For one, when the customer made the initial complaint, she, this is another store said, well, that store does this all the time. Well, for right there, you didn't cover us. You threw us under the bus. And two, now you're pissed off because we told the person the truth. Because she lost a customer, you gained one. And, ma and maybe more. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like uh, Harley dealerships. They charge you up the ass. And I know they're pulling crap over there at the dealerships. Yeah. Because they're dealing with people that don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. That's like if I send you into a Harley dealership. Oh, they'll upsell me like crazy. And you wouldn't, well, you'd sit there and think, okay, I need this. I need this when you really fucking don't. Well, that's just like Utah, like from working in the the automotive industry for a little bit as I did, uh, I, I know what the ins and outs are for if I take my vehicle to get an oil change. Mm -hmm. Well, you need this. You need this. You need this. You need this. Okay. But I don't want it. Well, here's the thing, and uh, I want to get your uh, opinion on this with Bacchus. It depends on the situation and the customer. Sometimes a white lie helps everyone involved. What do you think of that? Well, I guess it does depend on the situation, but in this specific... No, let's not talk about specific. I'm talking about situation. It's hard for me... And you've seen how hard it is for me to lie to somebody. <laughs> that's that's his thing, you know. He can't he can't lie to people. If somebody jacked your stuff up, he's gonna freaking tell you, hey, they screwed this up. Or I'm talking about in regular life. The only ones I lie to is cops. Yeah. Cause they deserve it. True. But I'm talking about regular people in any type of situation because we're talking about ways to end a conversation that has run its course. So even a white lie to me is hard. Yeah. Because I guess I'm used to being honest and taking the repercussions. See, I laid on the stake with this one. I said, you know what? It's my fault. If I did wrong, I did wrong. It's my fault then. I'm not going to sit there and lie so I don't get in trouble like some fucking five-year-old. No. And it was funny, you know, talking to uh, some of the people that come in, especially a young one. And he even said the same thing. I wish my generation would be like that. I was like, well, I guess my generation's a different breed. Well, I personally think it's better to save a customer than lose a customer. But you have to admit you're sitting over here looking like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, shit, what'd you do? I'm like, nice going, buddy. But then as I heard the whole thing entail, because I, 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 you know, I didn't hear the whole story until you actually said it. And then when I heard the whole story, I'm like, no, fuck that. You were right. But all, it, it, automatically you assumed well, I was you're wrong. You're done. You're done. You're out. Why would you assume that, though, about me? Because of the way corporates are ran. You know, it's basically their way or the highway. Or is it down deeper? No, it's it's a corporate thing. No, was it down deeper because you had that attitude that, oh, shit, he's doing something? No. Well, I appreciate that. No, it wasn't. Down because deeper. you're supposed because to be I know able what to you, open and be honest. I know what you, I know you know what you're talking about when it comes to that. So it's like when I heard the whole story, I was like, nah, screw that shit. You were right. Why is he pissed? <laughs> I'm like, he was being the bitch. Why are you pissed, dude? Mm -hmm. Why are you mad, bro? No. It's like you, as, a, as somebody higher up than you, they should have been like, dude, thanks for having our back. 
you, they should have been like, you just gained us a customer, probably more. Fuck what the other ones had to say. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the conversation, he was kind of on that page. Yeah, by the end of the conversation. Yeah, once you were able to explain your side of the story in every situation that, you know, the whole situation, because he only heard bits and pieces. He didn't hear what actually happened until he talked to you. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the conversation, he's like, dude, bro, you're all good. Don't worry about it. Good job. You know, and I'm like, yeah. I think he was uh, sensing I was getting a little irritated. Yeah, probably. Especially when I said, you know what? I ain't doing no fucking favors for that other one ever again. Well, I mean, I did hear a little colorful language come out of his mouth about her. Do you think I'm getting too old or crabby? No, why? I'm I'm You're just asking. Cramming. I'm trying to analyze myself here. Why you didn't do anything wrong? Well, I'm not talking about just that situation. Am I getting too old? Uh, and I find this a lot in the scene where gray beards look back at the next generation, and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Are we the last generation, Generation X, who believes in just being straight up with people? It's possible. Or not crying about things. It's a possibility. And taking life as it is. Life's going to throw everything at you. Mm-hmm. But you can't sit there and be a crybaby about it. Nope. By the way, uh, Mike Ball, he put up uh, a deal about uh, our uh, interactions together, our bickering back and forth. I thought it was funny as fuck. (laughs) What? What? It was funny, man. You got to go see it on Insane Wheels with Mike Ball. You know, he put that was pretty cool. (laughs) I got to see that. I miss that. That was, you know, that was that's comedy relief there. People are saying you should have said that the water pump was defective. Why? It wasn't. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Why should I have said that? Why should I? That would have just perpetrated. But if you look at the big. The falsities of the industry. But if you look at the big picture and you would have said that the water pump was defective and then you're not removing the water part, water pump in whole and putting a new one in. He's going to wonder why. Oh, we put a new one in. Oh, did you? Yeah, but. Wouldn't that perpetrate the lies that it would be everybody conti- thinks that the industry is about? Yeah, you would have just been feeding in, into the same pool as the, the younger generation that are in mechanics that just want to upsell. Plus, if you think about it, it was a warranty thing. So, What if that was your mother <laughs> or your sister? What about it? That was in a situation like this. Would you want to be lied to? No. I'd want to be told the truth. I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to hear it was a defective pump because that's always the go-to. for. Oh, that always is. Oh, it was was a defective pump. Oh, it was defective this. Oh, it was defective that. They're always going to blame the part instead of the actual problem. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather hear the truth. Be like, hey, well, this, this, and this wasn't done right. Ways to end a conversation that has run its course. Have you ever had that deal where somebody just talks forever? Kind yes. Like China now. Yes. Uh, I, I have that with a customer at the gas station that wants to stand there for an hour and he makes me nuts. And I've tried a lot of the things that are in the list. Why One didn't of- you just say, bye, I got to do my job. No, really? while he's talking, I still do my job. I just ignore them and let them keep talking. Mm-hmm. But what does that do for your sanity? It does nothing because then he comes back the next time and does it again. So you have this over and over and over again type of deal. Twice a week with that guy. Yeah. An hour. It's annoying. So in order to stop that, he has to be made known that, hey, I'll talk to you for a couple minutes here, but don't tell me your, you know, your whole fucking story here. Yeah, I got to be more blunt. And I think you're coming to that point where you can. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
I've gotten to that point. I mean, I actually kicked somebody out of the shop two days ago. I, t- mm. I kicked him out, told him not to come back. Well, I'm not talking about work. I'm talking about individual people. Well, individual people, yeah. I've I, I, I've gone to the point where I don't give a shit what you think. I'm going to tell you how it is, and if you don't like it and you don't like me after the fact, I don't care. What's up, George? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, George. Uh, China Doll, you finally have a fanboy, and now you're complaining. <laughs> no. He's not talking to me about me. He's talking about himself and history, and I don't Don't like you him. hate that when uh, people just sit there and talk about themselves? He talks about himself. He talks about everything that has to do with him and his family line, and I don't care. <laughs> That's one of the things I do like, Vaca, is when they are talking, you just walk away while they're still talking. It makes me giggle. I walk away while he's talking. I even go in the back room and wash a coffee pot and everything else, and he'll just follow and stand behind me and keep talking. What do you got, a stalker? It's like a stalker slash puppy dog or something. I don't know. It's creepy. Unbelievable. So now when he comes in, I go outside for a cigarette, and I let the trainee deal with him. And I think that's an appropriate thing to do. Let the tra- uh, trainee deal with them. Yep, I do. I'm like, here you go. I'm, here, I'm, you guys get to know each other. You guys chat it out. I'm going to go outside and do something. About how old is the guy? Uh, I'd say he's in his uh, early 60s, 70s. So he, he <laughs> he's older. He's in his 60s somewhere. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> What do you think about what I was talking about? And we'll get back to this conversation earlier in the first half of the show about how the news media are calling these freaks that are riding around on dirt bikes, ATVs and swarming (laughs) people. How, what do you think about them comparing us to these people? They're calling them bikers. And I think it's funny because it's really not to me. It's, it's funny because of the fact that they're misspeaking about what kind of people these are. They're, those aren't bikers. And they're putting all the shit on us, which makes it worse. Which is just going to do nothing but make you guys look like more, I don't know. Menacing. Yeah, and you're not. Criminals. And you're not. I think the clubs are going to pay for a lot of that. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. I saw the story and I saw the video that goes along with that story. Because uh, it's viral now. Yeah, I've seen it. I didn't even show the damn thing. I ain't showing that crap. You know, because it's did not you true. read the part that he uh, pointed a gun at? Yeah, him. I read that. Yeah, and he she didn't care. Dude, she whooped his ass. She knocked him off his bike, everything. Dude, she that could care. be a good ride or die right there, man. She didn't play around with him. No, and because of the fact that she had kids in the back seat. And you're going to do anything to protect kids. So she womaned up. She mommed up. That was her mom game going, protecting those kids that were in that back seat. Mm-hmm. And she just went off. If it was me, I would have done the same shit. But what does that tell you about our society now, especially with these kids? that think they can get away with this kind of stuff. The more people that stand up to them, the better off it's going to be to show they can't get away with it. You know, it's just, I know a bunch of guys around here that ride dirt bikes and ATVs and then people be like, yeah, you know, those bikers. I'm like, they ain't bikers. Mm-hmm. They ain't no biker. That's a friggin' ATV. That ain't no, no. Hello. Since one is an ATV, like similar to a Harley, it's not. It's hard to know what to do with them people. This is especially rampant in cities. Hell, you see a lot of these people that just taunt, which I think is funny, <laughs> taunt the cops. Yeah. But, you know, you're putting other people in danger at that point. Yeah, that's one thing I don't want is to see anybody hurt. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that they taunt cops. I mean, that's kind but of when funny. you start messing with civilians or people that don't ride, that goes to another level, if you ask me. Yeah, that whole thing that that guy took that so far out of proportion, like none of that was necessary. Uh, uh-huh. you know, it's it was juvenile in a sense. It is juvenile. 
It really is juvenile. Uh, oh, I'm gonna got a, I got a story coming up in a minute, man. You're gonna laugh your ass off. Mm. You really are. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine. Take a deep breath and relax. It's all gonna be fine. Wakey, 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 wakey. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. We got penguin in the house, man. I was talking about you the other day. You didn't get no freaking deer and shit. Uh, <laughs> it kind of made me giggle. He was sleeping out there in the middle of the woods or something like that. And you imagine, well, you know what? Camping in the middle of the woods, deer hunting, that is kind of some Daniel Boone shit, you know. I just feel bad for him because he had a spooky owl. Yeah, he had to deal with an owl all night. That is funny shit. It would have been even funnier, man. You get so uh, pissed off that you shoot the damn thing. <laughs> you shut up now. Stalker. <laughs> I told him, should have shot the owl. No, damn. No, I don't know. He was man. right above his head. Anyway, Bad. guess what? What? Chicken butt. Oh, poor Nancy Pelosi. She's all pissed <laughs> off. That freaking decrepit freaking drunk of a representative. She was evicted from her private office in the Capitol by the interim House Speaker. Oh, yes. He kicked her out of the office. Bye, Felicia. Bye bye. See, this is what I'm talking about. These people think that they're entitled to things. McKen uh, McHenry's eviction order was one of the congressman's first acts as the top house lawmaker. Pelosi was notified of the eviction. Uh, the email said the former speaker's hideaway was being reassigned for speaker office use. Please vacate the space tomorrow. The room will be rekeyed. And uh, Pelosi moved out of her hideaway with the help from the staff house majority leader, uh, according. And it goes on to say, sadly, because I'm a Cali I'm in California to mourn the loss and pay tribute to my dear friend, Diane Feinstein. I am unable to retrieve my belongings. What the hell is she even doing there? She's no longer the speaker of the house. That shows you how freaking cowardice that the Republicans are. It shows you how much of a coward they are. That they wouldn't ask her to leave. That's the speaker's office. Bye-bye. See you later. It's like, get gone, Nancy. But the entitlement, it just kills me. Bye, Nancy. We don't need you no more. Oh, my goodness Clear gracious. Out. Clear See out. you later. Hey, you know, Samantha's coming back to Sex in the City, man. She's 67 years old and still can take a pecker. I didn't even know Sex in the City was on anymore. I don't know. Uh, the Republicans are floating uh, Trump as the Speaker of the House. Oh, God. Wouldn't that piss people off? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. It's one of them days today. It is. It's one of them days. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. No business to be transacted in the House of Representatives for the next week or so as Republicans try to find a successor to outed Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy. Eight Republicans joined all Democrats yesterday in voting to fire McCarthy as Bye -bye. Speaker of the House. You've heard the old saying, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Well, the don't say anything part now applies to Donald Trump. Subject of a limited gag order at his civil fraud trial. The New York judge. <laughs> I saw that coming. Trump went over after that. Fuck. He's going. You know what? He's funny as fuck, man. Dude goes straight to the media. He does. He goes to the media and says, hey, man, one of his clerks is bone and fucking uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> I was like, hell no, man. Dude's a gangster. He is. His support among blacks is like skyrocketing now because it's backfired on the Democrats because now the blacks are like, yeah, man, he's a G. He's a fucking G. <laughs> 
Oh, you got to love this stuff. Uh, he's on TV right now hammering the court. <laughs> you, you imagine he gets back in office, dude. He's going to go full freaking bull in a china shop. He's going to fuck up people. <laughs> Ah, uh, so ways to end a conversation that has run its course. Let's go over the first thing that we should be doing. And you got to tell us the ones that you tried and not worked. Well, one of the first things that they say you should tell the customer is, it's been great catching up with you, but I am really must be going now if I'm going to catch my bus. <laughs> that you're going to catch your bus? I don't know. That's what they've tried. Have you ever tried like if that? like if your coworkers waiting to give you a ride home or you got a ride waiting, you know, it's great catching up with you, but I really got to go if I'm going to get my ride. So you think that's a nice way of telling them? That's a nice way. That's a polite way. Will it work? Probably not, but that's the polite way of doing it. So <laughs> they say. I don't know, man. I don't think it works because people just continue and continue and continue that. You know what? You have the biggest problem. What? I'm sitting there. I'm talking to that 80 year old and I wanted to go fucking riding. It was great talking to him for a little bit. I say goodbye. He says something. Next thing you know, you continue the conversation. I did not. Yes, you did. No. And I don't even think, you know, you do it. I did not. I barely spoke. Yeah, but you made points that he went on to another damn freaking hour. He asked whether or not we lived here. And as soon as town. you and as soon said, as you yeah. said, yeah, see, he said, okay, now he goes into his history. Yeah, that was my fault. <laughs> wow. I love blaming shit on China though. Yeah, especially since the only thing I said was, Yeah, we live here and I work right here in town. And that's, that is you know, literally the only thing I said. And that's the thing that opens everything up. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's my fault because he came over talking to you about your bike. Well, you know, the CBO is, uh, you know, yeah, a yeah. talking piece. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful bike. You know what? It was actually a good ride because our asses weren't hurting because of that damn road. It rides beautiful on the freaking regular pavement. Suspension sucks so on hard ass bumps. You think? I hurt my booty hole. Oh my goodness gracious. What's the next one? Wow, would you look at the time? I've had such a great time talking to you, but I need to get going. It's time to make dinner. <laughs> so basically, so far, it's nothing but excuses. Yeah. To end get, a conversation. Yeah. They're not just flat out going, dude, I got I, I got shit to do. <laughs> enough Duh. see i was nice with the old man because he's old yeah he's decrepit he's old he's lonely he's old so i'm gonna sit there and talk to the dude mm -hmm. but when it comes to somebody else see i can't handle it maybe because it's my lack of respect maybe i have that problem i think I have to respect you to actually want to talk to you. Well, there's been a couple situations where people be giving, like, talking with me, and I'll, I'll just be like, because, yeah, I don't want to hear what they're saying. And I'll just be, like, carefully looking around, and then be like, oh, give me a second, and I'll go talk to somebody else, but I won't come back. <laughs> and they sit there like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's, I'm, whatever. And I, I think, you know what it actually comes down to is boredom. <laughs> well, they have nothing interesting to no. say. I kind of find that with you sometimes. No, that's all the time. That's why I act like I'm listening, but I really ain't. It comes down the boredom of the conversation. At least I'm being honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, here's... You want to see my pranker? <laughs> go ahead i love throwing her off the game it's so easy and fun i'm so glad i bumped into you and i wish i could stay in chat but i really gotta go <laughs> have you used that one on that, that that one i have that one i have not gonna lie what's usually the reaction 
Okay, we'll catch up another time. I'll call you or I'll text you. Uh, okay. And they know that they're not going to do it. Yeah, they're not going to call you or text you. They're just going to move to the next person and talk yeah. to them. You're bored. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually tired. I woke up way too early this morning. Oh. Unlike you, that was I was supposed to go on air in two fucking minutes. And I was just getting out of and bed. And she tries to walk and I slam the door. <laughs> he on shoved her. the door in my face. <laughs> I'm like, I'm coming in. No, you're not. So I stood outside the door during biker news. <laughs> Do people actually feel sorry for you that you have to deal with me since I'm a, such a mean person? Yeah, sometimes, you know. They, they do. actually do. Yeah. How do you deal with that? <laughs> I don't know. I just do. <laughs> now I'm upset. You never tell me. I just do. Well, because like, okay, for example, you come into my job. Dude, you always have resting bitch face on. What is that? Why? I just don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Literally. And, and it's not like if you come in later and like my boss is gone. You're, you're not resting bitch face, but if my boss is there, you are so resting bitch That's face. That's because you told me I can't say nothing. Yeah, no, don't say shit. There. So you'd rather have me bad bitch face or not well, say you've something? Well, had, you've had resting bitch face with her ever since I started there. <laughs> I'm consistent. <laughs> What's it been, like and five years or some shit? Almost six. It's five and a half. So I'm consistent. But I don't always, like her. She's always, every time you leave, she's like, is he mad? I'm like, no, that's just his face. <laughs> it's just his face. What do you want me to do? Tell him he doesn't like you. So you make excuses for me. No, I just say that's your face. You're embarrassed of me. How am I embarrassed if I just say that's your face? Because your face, nine times out of ten, you have resting bitch face. Even when we're out in public, not even at my job. Like, you will look at people, like, with this fuck you face. <laughs> That's just your face. What a you always bitch. Look, what picture you sent me yesterday from work, and I'm like, nice uniform. And you're like, the face, and you put it as your profile pic. You look pissed off. I ain't pissed. You look pissed off. Take a closer look at the pic. You look mad, bro. Now you're making me self-conscious. <laughs> you look ain't mad. that what women always say? You're making me feel self-conscious. Oh, my God. I got to retake that selfie. It doesn't look right. Fuck no, man. <laughs> That's me. That's Hollywood. <laughs> what else we got? Well, when you're on the phone with someone who just won't stop talking and you basically can't handle listening anymore, have you ever used the saying, oh, crap, my battery's running low? <laughs> no, I just hang up. <laughs> I, just... I do it to you all the time. Yeah, you do. Dick. When I get bored, see, uh, when you bore me, I hang up. <laughs> Yeah, and then if you bore me and I hang up, I get a text. Why'd you hang up on me? <laughs> you don't hang up on me. No, I've, I've done it once. Once? And that was the last time. <laughs> you don't hang up on Hollywood. Hollywood hangs up on you. <laughs> you know what you did that time when I did that, though? What? You texted me, why'd you hang up on me? And then you called me back. And hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you did. I have to have the last word. <laughs> and you did. How the hell do you deal with me? I, I think I'm a different <laughs> specimen of a human being. Sometimes I have no idea how I deal with you on a daily basis. It just goes. <laughs> how do? You, how long do you think another woman can deal with me? An hour. <laughs> That's all you give me is an hour? I think. Yeah. I think it depends on the situation. If we, I mean, if scared. we're out, if we're out riding and we stop for like lunch or whatever, you're you're in a different mindset because you're outside the house, so you're a different person. Especially if we're out riding, I don't know if I'm a different person. No, I mean, you're more happy-go-lucky and not resting bitch face, especially oh. if we're out on the bike. Oh, okay. Because when we get out on the bike, like you're you're more relaxed. You're not more, you're not, you know, I'm not tense. tensed up and you're more relaxed. 
So here I, I am know. talking ST, about a broad. She's an ST. She's in there. I'm husband. talking about a broad, man. How long you think another broad could actually deal with me? Not for 29 years. That's for me, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's what attracted you to me. What was my personality? Was it? I don't know. Is it? I'm asking. You were hot back then. I don't know what the fuck happened, but you were hot back then. Ooh, ouch. I don't know what the fuck happened. You don't though. think I'm hot anymore? I mean, you're cute. I mean, I still think I'm the better looking one, but you know. You are. I mean, you're you're cute. You're kind of adorkable. What do you mean adorkable? What the fuck does that mean? A dorky adorable. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. I don't know. I can't honestly answer how I deal with you on a daily basis. You're a pain in my ass. But I think I'm just as equivalent of a pain in your ass. I guess you're a dumbass bitch, but go ahead. (laughs) Fucking asshole. You need to, you deserve a colon cleanse. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. Or another way to end a phone conversation would be, oh, really? I got to go. There's someone else calling. <laughs> See, there you go. You're not listening. What? It's because it's boring. That was just the one you did before. No, it wasn't. The one I did before was your battery was dying. You know, sometimes I hear that's what I hear. He man. compares like I... me to the teacher in Charlie Brown. That's what I hear sometimes. <laughs> Shut up. It's hard listening to you. Then don't. It's a chore. Take your headphones off. Don't listen. It's a chore to me. <laughs> Go ahead. Dick. Steve says, uh, I know my old lady says she wonders how China Doll don't whack, <laughs> whack me. Now you women want to whack me, man. You know what, women? I don't care what you say. You want a man like me who tells you <laughs> no, they don't. that tells you exactly what's up. No, they don't. See, you got a lot of men up there that don't have balls. And I, I don't even consider them a man. I consider them a bunch of bitches. They don't want somebody like you, Hollywood. They don't want somebody that's going to be completely blunt with them. Well, I'm sure they do, but just not you. What? They don't want you. Face it. They don't want a man with my personality. Well, they probably do. They just don't want you. I'm stuck with you. Well, yeah, you're stuck with me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you're you're telling me women don't like bluntness? They like bullshit pulled over their eyes? Some women like bluntness. Other, but a lot of others other don't. other other women just you know want you to tell them what they want to hear and i think that's a very big problem i believe that leads to a man and men you're terrible at this you know you go around you want to get your pecker wet and you lie to your woman why not just go say hey i want to get my pecker licked i'm going over to this broad if you want to join us Oh my God. You're more than welcome. Why you want to see my pecker? No, I don't. What do you mean? Why do I always go there? Don't you think that's better to do it that way? Why do you always have to go turn it sexual? Because I'm Hollywood. Well, and it is hump day. It is hump day Wednesday. <sighs> Usually you're yelling at me because I turn things sexual. Now you're doing it. Can I'm, I, a, I'm can in I, one of them moods. Can I yell at you? I'm in one of them moods. Sorry. Rude. It happens. Dumbass. Go ahead. Uh, Well, if you're getting cornered at like a gathering or a party or even the bar and you and by some talker, my most favorite and loved thing to say to people, if I don't want to (laughs) listen, dude, I got to go pee. (laughs) You do use that a lot. I have to give her that. (laughs) I got to (laughs) pee. So I'll leave, go to the bathroom, and then when I come out of the bathroom, I go the opposite direction of where that person was. That is actually a good one. And majority of the time when I say I got to pee, I actually got to pee. 
most. I wonder why you're older. You just can't hold your pee anymore. Because I have to pee a lot. I can't help it. Maybe because you drink all that fucking cherry uh, Pepsi. I don't know. I can't understand how you drink that shit. This thing at work in a fucking in an eight-hour shift, I go through probably one. Of, I probably drink eight of these while I'm at work. But people don't get it. It's not all soda. I feel the thing. She, from, you know what? I lo- I want to wring her fucking neck every time she says soda. It's a fucking pop. Soda. So I fill this whole entire cup up with ice. And then I put the soda in. And then I add more ice. <laughs> Any ice that got pushed down, I add more. So this cup is actually more ice than it is soda. Thank you. You're welcome. Then if I feel like it, I'll actually eat the ice. Who cares about your drinking habits? Oh, my God. You're a dick. Fucking idiot. Why am I an idiot? You're going into a damn freaking spiel. You're one of them that I want to end the conversation. You got to go pee? Yeah, right? (laughs) We're going to come back with China Dolls News. The gods of rock live here. Where Chicago rocks. WMMR TV. Rockford, baby. <laughs> I was like, wow, you cut off Rockford. I cut it off. What do we got coming on in the news here? So a nationwide test of the emergency and wireless alert system will be conducted today at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that means throughout I, uh, the whole country. Oh, my God. The message will be sent to all cell phones, TVs, and radios. So I'm going to have to hear this beep, beep, beep bullshit on my phone. Yeah. And that's today. Today at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, that's just like those. uh, And I didn't know this. I learned something new with our daughter, that alarm, the tornado alarm that goes off every night at 9 o'clock. By her, yeah. That's a curfew alarm. I never knew that. She told you that. No, that's what I mean. I didn't know it until she told me. Yeah, it's a curfew alarm. And it sounds just like a tornado siren. I think, well, she's way up there, so she won't get that many tornadoes. But that is pretty cool. That's like remnant of the old days where we had a, we came home with the lights. Yeah, when the lights went out. Because the, there's no lights for them to shut out up away up there. It's dark. Yeah, with a lot of fucking bears. so that was that was this that was the signal for all the kids to be home was whenever that went out, mm-hmm. whenever that siren went off. Hmm. So the test is a joint operation between FEMA and the Federal Communication Commission, meant to ensure the systems continue to be effective means of warning the public about emergencies, particularly those at a national level. So this is just going to be a test. This is of your national broadcast system. The emergency uh, broadcast system. <laughs> it is only a test. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're all going to get that today. Aren't we happy? Yay. Jerks. Well, you know, I do got a good one here. What? Majority of Americans don't think businesses. Oh, shut up, stupid. Anyway think businesses should take political and social stances on current events. Nearly 60% of Americans think businesses should not take a stance on current events. Uh, like, uh, what did we call here? Uh, like climate change, mental health, abortion, religion, that kind of stuff. Uh, especially with the LBT, uh, LGBTQ+. You think uh, businesses should uh, get involved in these social issues? I don't think so. No. Look at Budweiser. You fucked yourself. (laughs) Yeah, y'all are on the down low. They're going to be taking a lot of beer out of our cooler on Friday. You're like, uh, you know what? They made their brand into that. And then, you know, you imagine a country guy or a biker drinking a Bud Light. Everybody fucks with them now. They're not drinking that Bud Light. Well, Bud Light and Budweiser hasn't moved off our shelves since they stocked them on the beer shelves on last Friday. I haven't had to refill them. So they're going to be taking a lot of uh, expired cases out. What about Budweiser itself? 
Budweiser, I we literally have only one customer that buys a 15 pack every couple days. Other than that, nobody buys it. Wow. It's not a seller. It stops selling. Yeah, because you're in business to make money. Why would you want to piss off one segment or the other or per people? You know, and unfortunately, you know, one of our biggest carriers is, you know, Anheuser-Busch and stuff. So, And they getting bushed out. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, but, you know, Bush Light still sells like it's going out of style. But Budweiser and Bud Light, uh -huh. is, they're not moving anymore. Well, people have been buying it. us out in Coors and Miller Light now. Well, they deserve it. So, you know. Yeah, Teresa thinks Bud Light's awesome. That's her nickname, Bud Light. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she drinks that shit. <laughs> I know she does. <laughs> Whatever happened to uh, Miller Light? Miller Light. Miller Light's be... a top one of our top sellers now. Oh, I was gonna say, man. Miller Light and Coors Light. Those are the two top sellers in our store now. Uh, Rich brought a uh, bought a keg of Bud Light for my his wedding free beer for anybody who wants to go <laughs> what else we got going oh my god that's funny so guess what else happened in this world today what happened the Department of Defense official has been charged with dog fighting according to records unsealed by the Justice Department on Monday throw his ass in the ring see how he feels Feder uh, Frederick D Moorfield jr who serves as a deputy chief information officer for command and control communications allegedly engaged in dog fighting under the code name jihad why is it somebody like him it's allegedly but with a biker is you're guilty as shit uh, what he was a freaking uh, towel head? No. What was his code name? Jihad. Yeah. G, G e e h a d. Yeah, jihad. Whatever. Well, Morfield and his associates use encrypted messaging applications to discuss how to train dogs for illegal dog fighting, exchanging videos about dog fighting, and arranging and coordinating dog fights. I hate them people. Moorfield also discussed betting on dog fighting, discussing uh, dogs that died as a result of dog fighting, circulating media reports about dog fighting who had been caught by law enforcement, as further alleged in the affidavit. Moorfield also discussed how to conceal his conduct from law enforcement. What a prick. Yeah. What a prick. You agree? Put him in the dog ring and let them fight it out to the death. I think so. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. You deserve it. Busted. I think that that should be their hell loop. According to Lucifer, you put them in a ring and their hell loop is you're getting your freaking ass kicked 24-7 for eternity. That'd be funny. That would be awesome if you ask me. Or like in Little Nicky where uh, Hitler gets the pineapple shoved up his butt every day. That is so funny. It makes me giggle. You always laugh at that scene. I almost die when I see that scene. Every time. I don't care. I've seen a million times. Still makes me giggle. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> here shove, it is. China, look. China, look. <laughs> shove that shit up his ass. <laughs> you think he's like getting hardcore tortured right now? I'm sure he is. I think he needs to be. I think he's being tortured by uh, multiple people. Be funny. One more. We got enough time for one more. Um, an educator is being dumped on online over cruel and unusual policy in which she apparently only allows her students to use the bathroom three times a month. What? Yeah. The bladder busting measures was outlined in a note. She can suck a bag of dicks if the, that was my kid. The unidentified teacher has issued to pupils. It's currently blowing up online. Yet it is unclear that prompt, the prompted of the measure, although it was presumably to combat the ep epidemic of students treating classrooms as revolving doors. So according to the message, the leaked bathroom ticket, Students were allotted three tickets a month, which they had to hand in every time they used the bathroom. Oh, hell no. So once you are out of your three tickets for the month, you are not allowed to go to the bathroom. What do you class. think about that? That's fucking bullshit. That's complete fucking insanity. The, this is insane. And she teaches... 
You're going to hear you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Elementary school age children. Oh, come on. Yep. Really? Is that where we, we, oh. it has gotten to the point that some of these children has, have actually, uh, urinated on themselves in the classroom because they will not let her go to let them go to the bathroom. And she hasn't been fired yet. Not yet. We're going over to the members only right now. If you're not a member, you to join on Spotify or on YouTube, baby. We'll see everybody else tomorrow. What a fucking bitch. Really? And that's it for a motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem. Don't forget to visit us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and all major podcast platforms for all the replays of Motorcycle Madhouse shows. Don't miss out on our 